0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
1: Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. By Summer Skates personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team, go to com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M Drive. You're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort. You make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time HockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
2: All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans as it may be, NCAA hockey fans. Uh, this is... College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Serrani joining you tonight from a uh, very chilly but nice Lake Elmo, Minnesota. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein. I'm from that beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island. It might even be touching the new UBS center. It's that close, folks. So um, I, I know he's kicking back and, and enjoying things from the estate. Paul, how are you? Uh, no,
1: my basement <laughs> doesn't no? touch anywhere near anything.
2: <laughs> oh, Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I wanted everybody to know that maybe you were close to the UBS center. That's a brand new building, just not far from you, is it? No, it's not far from where I work. but a little ways from where you are. But, a lot,
1: yeah, it's... Yeah, it's at least... Uh, uh, on, a, on, a, on a good day with no traffic, in other words, like at midnight... It's about 45 minutes away. Okay. The rest of the day,
2: what the what if we story. put you what, you what if we put you in a, a new Toyota hybrid from uh, Peterson Toyota uh Corolla and put you in the fast lane. Does that help?
1: Uh yeah, but you know, I mean <laughs> It's still 45 minutes. It's it's still 50 Uh, miles away, no matter how you look at it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Just checking. All right. So a big night for us tonight.
1: If if you want to get me a hovercraft.
2: Oh, okay. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I wonder if Peterson's got that. Um, We'll check. I don't know.
1: But Uh, all I know is when I watched the Jetsons growing up, we were promised cars (laughs) that flew and folded into briefcases so we wouldn't have to worry about parking.
2: (laughs) All good things that haven't happened yet
1: and oh, let's go people get on this
2: <laughs> well what is happening is we've got the head coach from Arizona State joining us it's been way too long since we talked to Coach Powers too many things have happened we need to talk about uh, his upcoming schedule we need to talk about his team the number one ranked power play unit in all of college hockey um, we need to talk about a new arena we need to talk about whether there's a conference in the future we need to talk about the growth of college hockey I mean. Uh, Coach Powers is so knowledgeable in all those areas that I can't wait to get him on, and uh, we may not let him out. Well, he's got all the scoop. You know, he knows. He the definitely deal. knows that. He definitely knows that, and I'm, I'm proof of that. Everywhere I go, whether it's NCAA or ACHA, they all want to know how Coach Powers is doing. So yeah. I went through that this week at uh, at the ACHA Chicago Classic in Chicago. Everybody's asking, "Hey, how's Coach Powers? Have you seen him? How's he doing? Um, yeah, how's his yeah, team doing? How's yeah. his recruits?" And uh, when I jumped over to sh- the uh, Chicago Steel and got to see Gibson Homer, he reminded me that he's going to be a Sun Devil. Forks yeah. up. Yep. For out uh, well.
1: <laughs> yeah. A nice little job you did there on that interview.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's a good kid, a really good yeah. kid, and a really good goaltender. And when you see that kid play at six foot six and get up and down the way he does, oh man, oh, he's a prize possession. But. So we'll get into all that in just a little bit. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week, so it's kind of yeah. odd with what's going on with games. Some te- some games are playing, some aren't. I mean, Air Force and uh, the Sacred Heart are finishing up four games in five days, which yeah. I know Coach Territory was not a fan of.
1: Uh, well, he's going to be even less of a fan by the time they're done. Yeah we, wanna right now. yeah, we don't want to know.
2: Yeah, we don't want to know.
1: It couldn't stay out of the penalty box last night. Uh and it's a one nothing game for a while tonight, and Sacred Heart gets a couple of quickies uh, midway through the second period. Um, so he's not going to be happy, uh, even less happy about uh, the, uh, the 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 four games and five nights.
2: Yeah, t- uh, totally agree. So, at least there'll be a Thanksgiving holiday to go through before I have to see him again next week. So, <laughs> so that'll be good. Give him a little time to cool off and relax. He was not happy about the four games in five days to start with. Nope. I talked about the uh, the strain that it puts on players, both teams. I uh, talked about the ability uh, for his young guys to to adjust to that kind of thing. Um, they'll all tell you that they can do it easily, but you know it's a battle. That's not normal. Oh, no,
1: uh, no. Well, it's not normal you know, college hockey anyway.
2: Well, here's what here's what Frank called it. He said, uh, we're not I'm a sure contact sport. And- we're a collision sport. Yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely right. Okay. And then Arizona State, uh, and we certainly are appreciative of Coach Powers coming on one day before he takes on Bemidji State. Right. Then they'll take the Thanksgiving holiday off and and reemerge at Oceanside again on uh so on Friday night to uh, complete that two-game series. First time Bemidji State's made it to Tempe. So uh, what do we expect? We'll find out from the coach. <laughs> then the following weekend, the Denver Pioneers coming to Oceanside, and that's followed up by Clarkson coming to Oceanside. So that's yeah, uh, three big series back-to-back. Back
1: yeah, and I got news for you. It goes. Uh, you know, we, we, we've been talking about it between us. About how this stretch bef- uh going into the new year of ten game eight ga- ten games uh, the next ten games with eight of them being at home, uh, how this is maybe the biggest stretch. Well, I don't at least to me, I don't know. The coach will say one game at a time, but to me,
2: this, it's this the is the biggest. Obviously,
1: stretch. the big stretch of the year. This will be the make or break uh, for them to get in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they still have games at BU, games at Minnesota State, uh, which can make some hay in the pairwise forum. But uh, you have this stretch of ten games coming up, and like I said, eight of them are at home. Where you have a winning percentage of about seven seven fifty, uh, you need to match that uh, at least. We think they do, uh, in order to. Uh, have a legitimate shot at the NCAA tournament.
2: um, And let's not forget about those two games in there that will be on the road, December 17th and 18th, at Colorado College. No. That's not a pushover either.
1: No, no. and I mean, none of these games are going to be pushovers. Okay? Um, If you look at college hockey
2: in general this year, there's been a lot of parity. Yeah. Boy, that is an understatement of the year, my friend. Okay. Um,
1: everybody thought Michigan was just going to cruise. And for a while, it looked like they were going to. Then they may lose two games at home to Wisconsin.
2: And then Wisconsin can't win again.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, look at the NCHC. Um, you, you think you have it figured out. And then Western Michigan goes and beats St. Cloud twice. Granted, it was at home, but still.
2: After getting swept at Denver the week before. Right. So, um, you know, the ECAC,
1: um, it, it, it looks like Quinnipiac is, is, is a heavy favorite, but uh, Clarkson and Cornell started slowly, but they're picking it up.
2: Oh yeah, and, and guess what? Clarkson and Car- Cornell both make trips to Tempe. Well, yeah, before um, the third of January.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's you know those days are about 85 degrees on those days.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I
1: guarantee of, you it won't be in upstate New York when Clarkson and Cornell leave.
2: Any kind of uh, home ice advantage you can get, and we know as you mentioned already, the Oceanside Ice Arena is definitely a home ice advantage uh, for for teams coming in. Uh, they have a tough time adjusting sometimes to the low ceiling and the tight corners and all of that stuff, the fans right on top of you, the media right on top of you. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting stretch and uh, we'll talk to coach about that. We also want to talk to him a little bit about the new arena because it's coming along. I think it's ahead of schedule, Paul. I mean, they're closing things in now. Matter of fact, I haven't been back in a while, but I don't know if I can even see inside the building uh, from the outside. Now I think it's all completely closed in.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And, and, uh, you know, uh, that just keeps going and going and going. And, and you know, I, I do get to talk to people that uh, do get to see it on a regular basis. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to start um, having people pick their seats for their season tickets yeah, Coming I saw the, a...
2: they officially announced yesterday on their website. I was just looking at that, the uh, seating map and the prices and all that good stuff. So that's another topic. And then, of course, uh, we had the head coach from Alaska Anchorage on um, a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, and he told us a lot of stuff about what they want to do. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But right now, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's bring on the head coach of uh, Arizona State, Greg Powers, in about three minutes.
1: Okay.
0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
2: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans as it may be. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott you joining you from beautiful Lake Elmo, Minnesota tonight as I prepare for a Thanksgiving uh, with family. And my co-host as always, Paul Hornstein on beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul, it's our pleasure to welcome back into the show the head coach at Arizona State. Greg Powers is with us. Coach, you got Scott and Paul with you. First of all, how are you?
4: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
1: Uh, just getting ready for Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, you guys are excited to have that at home and, and and have the day off in between the games this week.
4: We are. It's been a while since we've been home on Thanksgiving. We, we always have to play on Thanksgiving because, you know, teams will play us. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good weekend to get games. And, um, I don't think we've been home at Thanksgiving since we played RPI at home in our first full season. So it's been a while, so it's good to be here. And, and, you know, is, as, as luck would have it, my, my wife and, and daughter are leaving for a hockey tournament. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, at least I get the house to myself with, with my son, but but, but uh, so it is it's, it's uh, it is what it is, but we're we're, we're, we're happy to be home.
2: Coach, so, coach we had a, before had a chance we... – hold on a second. We had a chance All to right. visit Coach with uh, uh, Derek Schooley, a good friend of yours, and I've uh, been on the show a couple of times, and uh, we were promoting his uh, big event a couple of weeks ago, and, and he was telling me that your daughter and his daughter play together, and uh, he really enjoys it and, and having a chance to yeah. see them play
4: it's awesome it's awesome like she so isabel's playing out in pittsburgh and playing with derek's daughter taylor and and they're, they're becoming very very close friends and great family derek and his wife alicia are just awesome and um it's a great experience for isabel this summer we we uh we put together a really really good um 07 age group girls team that that went around the country and Quite frankly, smoked everybody we played, and, and and it was uh it was it was a it was a good coaching staff. It was me and Derek Schooling <laughs> and, and and John Slaney from the Tucson Rose. Can't
2: so beat that. Can't we, beat that
4: uh, group. Yeah, we we had a lot of fun all summer, and and he's he's a he's a good man, and and we're all pulling for him to to pull that back together and and get that program back on the ice next year.
2: I'll peel back the curtain on that one, too, real quick. He said when he came on, he said his wife was texting with your wife, and she said, Oh, I got to go. Uh, Derek's going on a podcast. And then Derek looked at her and said, You're texting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to worry <laughs> about the podcast.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind, of, it kind of funny, but what a great guy. But all right, uh, Paul, jump in with the questions because I know you got a bunch for Coach. Well, I would just
1: one more, you know, holiday question here. The, when with, with you guys having Bemidji State come in, uh did you have to help them make any kind of arrangements because you know it it does kind of stink to be on the road um uh, did you guys help them with the uh, figuring yeah out what
4: to do? I, I really know more than no more than anyone else but but i mean ernie tom they're they're their coach we call him ernie he he's he's very hands on with with everything his team does from how they eat, where they eat, what they eat, where they stay and how they do it. He, he, he does everything. And, um, so, so he's very particular about all that. And we made sure he had everything he wanted and everything they needed. And we have a team chef that does a great job. that's going to supply all their meals for him. They're staying at a beautiful new hotel down there on Mill Avenue, the new Weston and hooked them up with the contact there. So yeah, we, we helped and we're we're thrilled they're here, and I know they brought a good contingent with them. They have a great following and loyal fan base, and I'm sure people that are excited to to get to to get to nice weather during Thanksgiving.
2: Coach, I can vouch for that. It's about uh, 35 degrees or something right now. The sun was shining, but it's not Tempe. Let's put it that way.
4: Not much is right now. Oh.
2: Okay, so let's let's talk about the schedule. Paul and I have been talking about as we looked at your overall schedule. We said, "Geez, you guys are going to have a real stretch starting right now with uh, not only home games but some really tough competition. Bemidji State coming in, followed by Denver, then Clarkson, then you go on the road to Colorado Springs, and then you get Cornell back at home all before the third of January." Um, your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, you guys know you guys know my philosophy by now. Like it, it's. I want to play the best, you know. We don't dodge anybody. We think that um, it builds character and 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 it and it shows where where you need to to improve really quickly. And to date, we've had a really tough schedule. Look at UMass Lowell and how good that team is. And yeah, we 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 knew they were good, but we didn't know until we played them how good they were. You know, and, and they're they're a really really good hockey team. Um, so to start out with them and then have to go up to Denver, um, and, and, and play in in altitude, you know, for the first time in a long time and in a really hostile environment and half our team had, had, you know, played in the COVID year last year and had never played in front of a crowd, you know, and and it was, it was, and it it got to them, you know, and, and so tough, tough start with a really tough schedule and we're weathered for it. And, and, uh. Now, New Hampshire is no joke. I mean, they just beat UMass, and um, you know, so come back and 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 sweep them, and then um, you know, and and I mean, obviously, Colgate was it was a rough trip. That's a tough place to get to. Um, you know, we, we you you fly. We, I think it took us thirteen hours to get there. Cool. Um, you know, you're staying in Syracuse because there's no place to stay in Hamilton, so you're bussing an hour to go practice on Thursday one way, and then bussing back and we scrapped the game day skate cause it's just, it's just too far to go for a 15, 20 minute skate. You know, so it's, it's, it, it, it was a tough start, you know, it really was, but, um, you know, and then, and then obviously, you know, home against St. Thomas and they're, they're an emerging program and we took care of business there. And then that Quinnipiac there, they, you know, Quinnipiac, you could make an argument right now is, is the top team in the country. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, it, it's been, it's, it, and it doesn't get any easier as you guys just mentioned. And that's by design, you know, like, like we're six and six by no means are we, are we proud or satisfied or expected to be six and six. We, we believe we have way more than what we've shown. We haven't been good five on five. We've had a tremendous power play and, and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're a 60 minute effort away from really getting this thing going. And we're hoping that's tomorrow night
1: coach when when how much of it when you when you when you sit back and take a look at it is so many new players to get used to playing with each other
4: uh, it's it's a, that's it- a lot of it that's a ton of it you know and and it was the risk that we ran you know and and we still believe in what we have our guys are bought in like they they are they're not happy you know i mean and 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 you can sense it like like it's it's a good unhappy it's a good uh, unsatisfied you, you know when you go on the road and you know you have such a great start against a top five team that that has been near impossible to beat at home um, and, and for the first half of that game like we were clearly the better team we went up three nothing and and we blew it you know we, we didn't manage the puck and 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 they're a hell of a team with uh, even more experience than us I think they have 13 seniors in their lineup which is crazy um, and they're just so good, so well coached, and and we uh, we blew it, you know, and, and our guys know it, and, and 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 that's a tough pill to swallow, and, and um, it's one that we have to channel to our advantage. We can't let it break us. We gotta, and this is what I said to him, you know, after the Saturday game. The Saturday game was was I'm gonna zip my mouth because I don't want to get in trouble, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, but the Friday game was what stung because we had it, we had it, and 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 we felt like we played well enough to win, and and it would have been a, a huge win for the pairwise winning that game on the road, and um, you know, so we we have to channel what we what we did and how it happened so it doesn't happen again, and and I believe in our guys that we'll do that.
1: Did they come back when you went back to practice? Because it's kind of been like a, uh. A, a break and a half here because of the way the schedule has worked out. Uh, when they came back to practice after that weekend up in Quinnipiac, uh, did you get a feeling that uh, there's a little more focus, a little bit more resolve?
4: Way more, way more, way more. Um, I, I don't want to call it desperation, but, but way more urgency, you know, and because they, they believe in what we have, we have, we have a ton of talent in that room more than we've ever had. Um, but, but it's like I've been saying really to, to the guys from day one, it's, it's skill will always win over will or will will always win over skill. You know, it's, it's, we have a ton of skill and that's on display every time we're on a power play. But, but if you don't play with the will for 60 minutes and you're not committed to good defensive hockey, um, you know, you're not going to win. You know, it's, it's, it's not a sustainable way to win. And, you know when when you feel like you have to score four or five goals in a game to win you're not going to win many games you know and and so so we had to peel back the onion and work on a lot of things and 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 reestablish what's most important and that, that's keeping the puck out of our net we've got to take pride in keeping the puck out of our net and um and and that's what the focus has been for the last week and a half and it uh, we're hoping that that's going to translate into tomorrow night, and and we start a nice little run, and we know how good we are at home. We know how good the teams coming in back to back to back are that we play at home, but we also know and and believe that we we can and and should beat anybody in our barn, and so that's that's the focus and that's kind of the motivation going into tomorrow.
2: Coach, the the power play that you're running right now is is that a uh a product of the players or did you change things up? And though it looks like you're, uh, you're kind of running the top umbrella with the two guys on the wings and then two guys in front. And I know uh, from talking to David Carl after that series with you, he said your power play was dynamite and his goaltenders had a really tough time finding the puck.
4: It's I mean it's number one power play in the country and, and it's, it's, we haven't changed anything um, from a system standpoint. Structurally, it's the same power play we've always ran. It's just a one-three-one, and and it's all the players, you know. And we can't take credit for it. It's just a really good mix of 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 how a one-three-one needs to be constructed. We have uh, a very shifty, uh, high IQ kind of quarterback at the top, and Timmy Level. We have Josh Doan, who obviously everybody knows how good and, and creative and and. How much of an IQ Josh Doan has on his, his offhand on the half wall, and then Copperud uh, is a pure goal scorer on the other one. You know, and and one of the best goal scorers in the country. But the the, the straws that stir the drink are the two guys, you know, down low that nobody talks about, and that's that's Tice and and uh, and Jack Becker, you know, and and what they do that 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 is so hard to get, you know, players to do is they keep everything alive. It, it if you watch our power play, their, their retrievals you know, on, on shots that don't go in or rebounds or whatever it may be, or off of draws, they're dogs, they're dogs on those retrievals. And they keep it, you know, in the zone and, and get us more zone time and outnumber, you know, the, the the PK and win puck battles and do all the things that you need to do down low to sustain zone time on a power play. And there's been a lot of power plays where we just wear them down. You know, we're in their zone for a minute 30 and we score because their PK is just so so dead tired because of those two guys and the work they do down low. So um, they're they're what makes it go. And then when you when you can obviously add the skill with those three up top, and and, and what they all bring, they bring something they all bring something different to the table. Um, it's just it's it's the perfect kind of concoction, and uh, that's why it's the number one power play in the country.
1: Coach. I- you know, when, when, when you hear about a player coming in and since we're on the power play um, and you hear about uh, uh, in this particular case, uh, Josh Doan and, 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 and all the superlatives and, and, and those kinds of things, you know, as, as somebody, uh, as, as an outsider, you kind of look at it and say like, yeah, I'm sure he's really, really good. And I watched some of his games with Chicago last year and. It, it could have been any number of things, uh, but I'm saying like, I, all right, I'm going to hold down my enthusiasm for some, of the, for, for some of the stuff that's being talked about. But when you actually watch him play in the game and you see not the obvious things, but the little things, the things he does with the pucks in and, and, and tight spots and, and, and how he moves his hands, you say to yourself, uh, maybe they were understating what he does.
4: Yeah, maybe, you know, I mean, I mean, Josh is a special player and we, we, we know that and we've known that, um, we're very fortunate. I mean, you know, the lion's share of our, our scoring is coming from underclassmen. And that's, that's, that we have a veteran team, um, that we're really proud of and, and love our veteran guys. But I think it speaks to how bright our future is, especially heading into our new arena. Um, but Josh is just—he's just a special kid. Like he—he—he's a kind of kid. If you know him, he, he like freshman, junior, sophomore, senior, whatever. He—it's not an excuse for him. Like he expects to go out and and dominate every shift and, and help his team win. And um, whether it's power play or five on five, he hasn't gotten to kill yet. And I think he will before his time's up here. But um, he—he's—he's he's just. The mindset he has and that he approaches every day with every practice is is a pro mindset, you know, and that's why he's going to play in the NHL.
2: Coach, when uh, I spent this weekend watching the ACHA Chicago Classic and then I I snuck over Saturday night and watched uh, Gibson Homer play for uh, Chicago Steel and I was going like, oh, my goodness. He's six foot six. He's up and down. I took a bunch of video, a bunch of photos because I couldn't believe what I was watching from a goaltender that size. Then I had a chance to visit with him afterwards. And I asked him about his commitment to, uh, to being a sun devil. And I joked to him, I said, you're on your way to goaltender you. And he said, Oh, absolutely. And he rattled off Joey and Brady and, and how excited he was to be a part of your program. Um, and now that he's signed, can you talk a little bit about Gibson and how important he's going to be down the road?
4: Yeah, well, that's that's funny. I was actually there. That's why I didn't know you were there. Um,
2: <laughs> you should you should have hunted me down somewhere. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was
4: I was I was hiding in a corner. You know, but <laughs> so was um, I. <laughs> he is he's a special talent. You know, he he's Gibby. Gibby is like, uh, like he he's. Like it's what it's like it, it, until you see him live, you, you don't you like you're like it, it's it's everybody's reactions the same way because I mean he look he was a high highly sought after really high yeah. prospect and 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 when he played for the program and obviously you know decided to go to the USHL and season more which is great for goalies and um, but when you're six six like he's an 03 birth year but he's a late he's a December.
2: Yeah. So he's, he's yep. basically
4: an 4 And he's he's not 6'6 in a bean pole. He's 6'6 in built, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and he and he moves like it. And and what's so special about him is is um, is how hard he competes. And and you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't just try to make saves, like he's aggressive. He's out on top of his crease and he's challenging. Um and, and everything just hits him because he's so big and he's so athletic. Um, he, he's, he's a next level talent. Um, he really is. And, and we're, we're, we're just thrilled that we got him and it wasn't easy. And, and I'm telling you, it was, it was us and the quote unquote big boys that, that all went after him. And, and we were very, very fortunate to build a great relationship with him and, and, and get him to be a sun devil. So we're excited to have him. Well, I've got a
2: few. I got a few minutes of clip, but you'll have to to listen to him because two things that I were most impressed about, Coach, was I. I said, I, I was wasn't expecting you to be this athletic, and he looked at me and he said, "Athletic? Oh yeah, I guess I am." <laughs> it was kind of funny. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then he said, uh, "I asked him. I said, do you have any words for for Sun Devil fans?'" And he quickly looked at me and he flashed the the fork and he said, "Forks up!" And I'm excited to get started. So uh, you got a great one. There's no doubt about that.
4: Yeah, he's a good kid and, uh, his good buddies with Ty Murchison. And, and so we know he's a great teammate and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to have him. He's, he's going to be, he's going to be special. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he's gets the, the good fortune of starting his career in a, a brand new arena too. So it, it could be worse.
1: Well, all I know is that, uh, when you just based, nobody knows what the future is, but just based on the class levels, um, the, uh, the goaltender battles you're gonna have next year in practice are going to be off the charts
4: yeah they should be you know but competition is is what it's all about you know and and um when you can get a kid like like gibby you, you gotta go get him. of course you know? and of course. and uh you know it, it's it's that's you know, especially at that position, the the more competition you can create to push guys in practice, and um, I think you'll start to see that as our season progresses. Because I think Ben Cross has been really good, and he's been really good in practice, and um, we're hoping that that makes Cole a better goalie.
1: Uh, coach, two players uh, that that I've noticed this year, and and we're kind of just kind of reviewing things here before we get to Bemidji State a little bit. Um, as I've been watching these games, uh, I'm sitting here and, and looking at Ryan O'Reilly saying, this is the most improved player on this roster this year. Am I far off?
4: I don't think you're far off. I think, I think Ryan expects even more out of himself. But what Ryan's doing so well is just using his God-given ability. He can skate. He's big. He can protect pucks. So his habits are really good right now um, and, and, and that's allowing him to be more and more effective. Um, you know, and now, now I think you'll start to see, O, um, produce, you know, because, because he's, he's focused so much on just, you know, playing consistently with good habits and good detail. And, um, you know, he, he, he's a really high end talent, you know, that, that, uh, we think the world of and, um, I think in another couple weeks, you'll you'll your opinion will be even, you know, more, you know, even at a higher level, and that's what we're hoping because he he he's a kid that can take us to the next level. He's 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 that talented.
2: Okay, so you got a chance to talk about the goaltenders a little bit, but but talk about that defensive core and how much you want to get better with them because it seems like uh, just from a distance, uh, the uh, the the sky the limit with those guys. It's just a matter of maybe getting them more comfortable. Is that a fair?
4: Well, it's just getting them more confident. You know, like like the 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 issue with our decor through twelve games has been, um, n- you know, not allowing sloppy play to get contagious. They've either been really good as a unit or really bad as a unit, and 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 that's not going to win you many hockey games. You know, it, it if one guy's having an off night, the other five got to pick him up, you know, and snap him out of it. But if one guy's having an off night and we allow it to become contagious, you know, and we're 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 having problems breaking the puck out or closing out in the D zone and and giving teams too much time and space to operate or whatever it may be. Um, it's it's not sustainable. So um, I, I like I, I love our decor. We we believe in it, but but as a decor, they can be way better.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Tim Theochardis is one of those guys that uh, really stands up for you, um, and I also like your uh, your two freshmen that uh, are really making a difference in Samagi and uh, and Murchison. You kind of thought that out of those two, though, didn't you?
4: No, yep, they're they're good. I thought I think Ty has been unbelievably good. He plays hard. He knows what he is. He needs to be kind of a pain in the ass to play against and um, just defend really well and. And and get pucks out and and be hard to play against. And Schmaggy is another kid that just competes. You know, he's strong and he competes. And um, the sky's the limit for those two. I mean, to come in as freshmen and do what they've done has been really impressive, and and we're really proud of them. And they're a huge piece of our future.
2: Okay, Coach. I let me get one more in there, Paul. I All want right. to ask him about uh, Chicago. Did you sneak over to the to uh, Fifth Third Arena too while you were there, and I missed you there too?
4: <laughs> no, I, I. You know what? I wanted to. I wanted to. I, I was in Madison. Um, I was in Madison watching Ryan Alexander, who's coming in next year, and having a really really good year in Youngstown the night before. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I drove down to Chicago to see Gibby. And and when I I realized what was going on and and. In the Chicago class, because I'm good friends with Nick Fabrini, and 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 realized that UNLV was there, and obviously our ACHA team was there, and um, you know uh, who else? Geez, I mean, like I Liberty, knew everybody. Liberty. why not? You know, Liberty. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> what so let me I mean, tell
2: you that when I walked into that building, the first two to see, to seek me out were Gary Stallace and uh, Kirk Candy, um, and and the first words out of their mouth was, "Have you talked to Coach Powers lately? How's he doing? How's this team doing?" Uh, they all wanted to know about you. They all wanted to know what was happening. Uh, and uh, I'm sure you were thrilled to see a team from the Southwest like UNLV play the way they, they did, beating a, the number two team, the number four team, the number six team, and are out to winning that championship a second time.
4: Yeah, really proud of those guys. Happy for them. They've worked so hard to build the program to where they've gotten it. And, um, and I, I really, I wanted to go. But, but Chicago is just so big. I was at O'Hare, and then and then the steel oh, two days play. Away then. <laughs> yeah, the steel and the steel play the opposite direction of where that was, and yeah. it's way out there. It was like an hour from my hotel, but um, so it, it, I followed it though, and and really, really, really happy for UNLV. Like, just what a great job those guys have done, and and uh, yeah, that was what I said. I said, you know, you know, don't be content though. You know, like you, it's great yeah. to win a trophy, but that's not the one you want.
2: Yeah, fact.
1: Okay, Coach, just um, for people that don't know, uh, uh, see if I got this amateur scouting report on Bemidji uh, uh, down to to where it should be. Um, One, they get a lot of offense from their back end. Two, they play a lot of close games. And three, never expect there to be a moment without a cylinder on the ice. (laughs)
4: Yeah, um, they're they're really good, um, old experienced, heavy, um, well coached. They they play a very simple game um, where they're not going to give you anything, you know. And that that's where they're good. They manage the puck well. They don't give you anything. You got to earn everything, um, and that's why I think you see so many close games with them. Is they just you know they they go to the wire and rely on patience and poise and experience and, uh, and it's works, you know, so they're very good. And uh, we know what we're up against. Uh, we're excited to play them. Uh, the cylinder boys are great players. Uh, Owens, uh, you know, probably one of the best two way centers in the country. He's, he's that good. And then his, his younger brother, Lucas is also very good. So um, they get some really good D and uh, we're excited. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough series and a unique one. I mean, a Wednesday, Friday game. We've never had this before where there's a day off in between against the same team. And it was actually Ernie's idea. He wanted to do it. Um, and we were fine with it. But uh, I think it just bought him another couple days in in Phoenix. <laughs>
2: that's smart. That, yep. that's,
4: that's good coaching. Yeah. Well, two,
2: two things I want to ask you about in in general in the NCAA. I think the parity this year is is even more than we anticipated across the board. It, it's just so deep. So that's one. And number two is uh, uniqueness. You're talking about your Wednesday Friday game. Uh, Frank Saratorian Air Force just came off of four four games in five days against Sacred Heart. Uh, It's a different season, and COVID still has a little reach out there, doesn't it?
4: Oh, it does for sure. I mean, so many fifth-year guys and uh, a lot of new faces on rosters, learning systems, and building continuity. I I really don't think you're going to get a clear picture of what it looks like really until, you know, at at break where normally right now you get one, but it's just like you said, so deep, you know, I I mean, you look at like one through really 40 in the pair wise, everybody's good. You know, I I mean, it's, everybody's good. I mean, I mean, right now, one through 20, it's like, Whoa, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's not been like that in a few years. Um, So it's just deep. It's old. Um, it's unique, it's new, it's, it's a little different. Um, but, uh, but again, the, the, the message with us is, is, Hey, we're even, we're not where we want to be, but right, right now we have a clean slate. We're six and six. We're even, we are 29, four and three in our last 30, what six at Oceanside. Um, we know we're good there. We're tough to beat there. We have an opportunity. We have six straight games against really good teams, and if we take care of home ice, we're right back in this thing.
2: Okay, speaking of home ice, a couple things I wanted to mention as well is uh, that new building uh, had a progress, uh, had a schedule, I should say, because it looks like it's all closed in now from what I'm told.
4: Yeah, they're, they're humming. Um, I mean, it's shelled. They're framing out our, our locker room, our offices, the suites, everything. Yeah. Um, railings are going in and i mean it's 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 incredible the the work that Mortenson's done and it, it, it really is i mean I, I you know whether it's taking a recruit in or or you know family member or a donor or whatever it may be um you know i'll go probably in there once a week and and the amount of work that gets done in a week is is just crazy how how fast these guys are working um so it's it's really impressive and uh we uh, we couldn't be happier with the progress, and it's it's getting close. We're 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 excited.
2: And you even announced the uh, the ticket prices. I I think officially what yesterday or the day before.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. the
2: CDM map came out, that's kind of cool. And, and there's a some uniqueness in there. The the Inferno section that we knew about, and um, some of the different options that people can get. But you happy with the way that all came out?
4: Yeah, I mean I, I have no I have no <laughs> say on on what the ticket price is going to be, but um, you know, it helps if we win a lot of games and more people buy tickets, so that's my focus, but, um, we're, we're, we're thrilled that just to, to play in a first class venue and allow people, you know, here in the Valley to, to, to watch college hockey and that kind of atmosphere. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool, you know, and, and it's going to be a surreal feeling when we're in that, that building on opening night, you know, next season. And, um, you know, we have 24 home games next year. Um, which is which is which is really really special to open a building with that many home games. So um, you know all of our hard work and and grinding it out like we have and, and and road warriors that we've been. It's all starting to come back to fruition with trips that that, that schools owe us back, and um, we're we're really happy about that.
2: All right, I got one more for you. We had Matt Chasby okay. on the. Uh, the head coach of uh, Anchorage and he's thrilled to have his program there, but he was also equally thrilled to say, Hey, we're coming to Arizona state. Uh, <laughs> so he's chomping at the bit to get in your building and to play you guys as well. Cause he knows uh, how much it is for his program to uh, compete against you guys. So lots of good stuff happening.
4: Yeah, it's awesome. He, he's a good, good man. And uh, I think it's a great hire. You know, they, they needed to hire somebody that, that um, just, cares about the program you know and and he has he's not only local ties but he bleeds seawolf hockey and and that's what they need they need somebody that isn't in it for a paycheck or isn't in it for any other reason other than he wants to see it be successful and um and I get that because because I that's why I'm here you know and and he he uh he's gonna do a great job he's got a lot of really good ideas I think he's gonna be an outside of the box thinker in a lot of ways to get that back to where we all know and want it to, 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 to see it be. And we're going to support them. And, you know, that's, 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 that's something I'm proud of, uh, of our program that we we've done and, and to play the new programs and emerging programs and re-emerging programs, I guess you could call them. Um, and, and it's not only about giving them the opportunity to come here, we're going to go there. You know, yeah, they, they need yeah. home games. They need home games too. and, uh, and I made that clear to Matt, like, Hey, we're going to come to you. Like you need to build your program with home games and, and, um, and I hope that, that, you know, a lot of the other coaches and and programs around the country feel the same way.
3: All right. Well,
1: Bill. all right. Okay. Here's, um, now we know that really the only question left, uh, of the big, big questions is, is a league. And, those of us who follow the program kind of understand, uh, what the possibilities are. Um, are you guys also open to say an outside the box possibility? Uh, some, we had uh, coach as on uh, a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about all kinds of ideas, uh, about cause you know, they're obviously going to want to get into a league too. Um, we know what the kind of established ideas might be. Um, are you guys open to outside-the-box thinking on that as well?
0: Uh, we're,
4: we're open to anything, you know, and 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 the honest-to-God truth is we have options. Um, and, you know, I just told you we have 24 home games right. next year. The, the year after that, we have 22. This year, we have 20. So as an independent, you know – if you're not getting home games, I, I can see the the urgency and the importance to getting into a league, Right. but, right. but there's just it's just not there, you know. Like right, we're right. not gonna we're not gonna give up what we have, the flexibility of what we have, and the ability to schedule, especially in this building. Like, because trust me, everybody wants to come play us. <laughs> oh yeah, they I do. And, and, no, 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 coach, I and, get it. You know, so so we're not gonna just give that up. And I'm not saying that we're gonna stay independent forever, but but. If we do, who cares? We've already proven we can get in. Like we've we've been in twice, and and we were two in the first four years, and and we're pushing and and believe we can get in this year. We truly do. We have to improve in a lot of areas, and but we think we can get there. And and um and and you know with this building, recruiting is going to be at an all time high, and um. You know, it, it, there's a lot of people out there that, that believe being the quote-unquote Notre Dame football of college hockey is is something we can do, you know, and and, and that's on the table as well. And I'm not saying we're not going to join a league or we aren't open to uh, outside-of-the-box thinking, but, but now with the amount of independence in college hockey um, and the ability to play those late games in February and early March, we don't have to join a league. We do not have to do it. Um, because everybody wants to play us. And I don't say that to, to be, uh, arrogant or, or anything like that. Like, it's just, it's just a fact. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, a it's, it's, a it, having the flexibility, our, our kids love it. Like they love it. We have guys that are here from Michigan and Wisconsin and Notre Dame and BC and, and, and other, you know, we've had kids from North Dakota be like, really blue blood programs that love the independent schedule. And 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 now we're starting to talk to recruits that are like, hey, we love that. We love that you go everywhere. We love that you play everyone. We love that we get exposure to different areas of the country and see different campuses and exposure to different NHL scouts in different regions. And there's advantages to being an independent. The biggest disadvantage we've had from day one has been our facility. And we love Oceanside. We love the people at Oceanside. We owe everything under the sun to Oceanside, but that's no longer a disadvantage. So the league the league to me is not it's not imperative that we solve right away because of all the reasons I just mentioned.
1: Well, and, and we get that, but it you know, obviously it's a question that, that people are still gonna ask. And you know, who knows if, if, if more teams come up down the line, uh you know, this is why we, I asked the question the way I did about outside-the-box thinking. Sure. Um, yeah, um, but we could, you know, as, as people should understand, uh, the toughest part to schedule is the independent was those last three or four weeks of the season. And,
4: oh, yeah, and we, we felt it. Like, when we made the tournament that first year against Quinnipiac, we had over 30 days right without a game. And that was tough, you know, and, and, um, and it took us a period and a half to get going. You know, so, so, but, but you know, again, right now you, you have the the Alaskas and the Long Island, and and who knows? Like, like, hopefully those schools get in a league. Like they, and, and we want them to get in a league, um, because it's not as easy for them to get home games. I and mean, we look at their schedules, right? And and so, but for us, we're getting the home games. You know, and um, so it's it's a slippery slope. You know, we, it, it, we're going to be very calculated about it. We absolutely have options, and, and there's also something to be said for playing for a regular season championship and a, and a postseason championship, and, and if you have a down year and you have a talented team, getting a second life at making the NCAA tournament through winning your conference tournament, there's, all, there's, there's major advantages as well that we haven't and won't lose sight of, um, but now that we have this building, we, 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 we're in more of a position of of being very selective about what is best for our program, not three years down the road, but 20 years down the road.
2: Okay. Final one for me, coach, is, uh, you know, we, we talked to guys at the beginning of the pandemic and, and um, they were fearful. Uh, a lot of guys were that this may kill some programs. And we saw a few of them, uh, as you know, go away and now are reemerging, but, um, I don't know if that was so much pandemic or other reasons, but but now when you look at the landscape and you hear Augustana's building a building and they're coming on board and Lindenwood has still got plans um, if they can pull their five million together or whatever it is, um, you got to be excited about the growth, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's impressive. Like if you look at Augustana and the, and they're going to do it right up there. I mean, I've talked to their ad. Oh, yeah. and- <laughs> they're they're going to do it right from day one st thomas just came on long islands come on um hopefully lindenwood does come on this is all since the start of covid um yep so i mean we've had more growth through a pandemic than than you know detraction anchorage is coming back on we 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 obviously want to see robert morris and huntsville come back on so um yeah, I think it's tremendous, you know, and 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 I love all these schools that are coming back on. It's great for college hockey, but what we need is is more Power Five schools to take the leap. That's what we need. We need. We need. We need. And when we get into this building and we're generating the the millions of dollars of revenue and ticket sales that we are going to, and we are going to be a major revenue sport at Arizona State. The domino effect hopefully will take shape, and that's what we've been hoping from day one. As we get in this building, we're a revenue sport. We're generating millions of dollars of revenue to the bottom line of our athletic department. And USC and UCLA and Washington go. Wait a minute, like Arizona State can do that. Why can't we? You know, because that that that's that's a fact. Like if we can do it, they can do it. Um, so so that's what we're hoping. You know, we we love any school that adds Division One hockey is a huge win, but 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 we want to be the domino that 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 makes the Power Five schools do it.
2: Well, I got to follow Coach, it up. You- Let me follow it up with one more, Paul. I okay. promise, because because Coach brought it up. But uh, big news this week that Oregon and San Diego State are making the jump to ACHA D One, which I know is exciting in the West. Um, big announcement coming up down in Tucson um on the 3rd of december which i'll be down to to cover that press conference so um things are uh, are brightening up a little bit and maybe headed in the right direction over the next five to ten years right
4: yeah let's hope you know i mean it, it's a good it's a step in the right direction for oregon and san diego state i didn't even know that um but i'm unhappy that they're doing it um yeah, well, they dipped they, gotta do-
2: toes, they dipped their toes in the water by playing some exhibitions, uh, and they're still doing it. They're playing UNLV at the end of the year. They played Grand Canyon, and they played last weekend at Arizona. So uh, I think they we could tell they were dipping their toes in the water, and then they made a, a – I guess the ACHA made the official announcement today that they're adding four new teams, and, and those two in the West were, were pretty impressive. I was kind of surprised at San Diego State, to tell you the truth. I thought maybe UCLA might be the next one, but um, – Whatever we'll take as many as we can get, right?
4: No, for sure. And 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 the key is they have to do it, but they got to do it right. You know, and, and you know to succeed at the highest level in the ACHA, like you can't just be a student ran "quote unquote" club. You can't do it. Nope. It doesn't work. You you got you got to you got to hand it over to, to you know adults and professionals that want to do it right and have passion for it. Just like Greener and Nick Raboni at UNLV. You know I mean? Like those kids have handed the reins of those guys and they've taken it and they've ran with it and now they're starting to have success. So, you know, hopefully Oregon and San Diego state take a page out of that book and, and, and the kids play and, 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 and get out of the way, you know, that that's the way it has to be done. And, and if they do it right, those are two schools that, I mean, can you imagine Oregon and San Diego state, like, <laughs> Who, who wouldn't want to go there? That's the you only know, times I hear like, Oh, Arizona state, who wouldn't want to go to Arizona state, like San Diego state and Oregon. Like that'd be incredible if they were division one and they would be tremendously successful. So hopefully they do it right. And, and they have the right people in place and, and, uh, we'll certainly be pulling for them. And then down at U of a, like I know what's going on down there. That's exciting. Um, couldn't be happier for Chad and his program and I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, It's, it's really exciting.
2: Yeah. Paul, I got to have one more now uh, uh, because coach touched on it, but I I talked with coach uh, greener and Raboni in Chicago and uh, you hit it on the head. You talk about professional uh, design and, and organization. They flew in a day early. They, they realized the importance of getting a practice in uh, getting the guys comfortable Chicago, um, they, they did everything the right way, and and I told them when I saw them on uh, Friday, I said, I- I'm predicting you guys are going to win this thing. And they said, really? <laughs> I said, yeah. They said, well, of course we want to, but we got two, four, and six to go through. I said, yeah, but you- you're doing it the right way. The guys the guys bought in, and it was because of the professional attitude. So kudos to you because they always give the credit back to you. I don't care what they say. It's, uh, it always comes back to Coach Powers.
4: Well, like in they've done a great job. Like I, I've, I look like I've been a, I guess a pro bono consultant for those guys. But, um, but they're doing everything the right way. They're doing it with passion, you know. And it takes time to to cultivate a culture and, and an environment to to do what they just did this weekend. And what they did this weekend is a huge step in the right direction. Um, you know, and, and, and that's what I've told those guys from day one is you have to win. Like all the window dressing doesn't matter. You know, the fans don't matter. The, the, you know, you know, intermission promotions don't matter. No, that matters. Like you got to win and, and they're winning now. Right. So, and they're winning because they operate with passion and vigor and, and, and they won't be denied and they just have to keep that up. And, and things will go their way. I really believe that. Like, they're they're, they're a good group of people, and, and they're doing it the right way. And I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. And I want to see them finish the job now. All right. So
1: just based on all of this last few minutes of conversation, Coach, uh, and obviously you're, I, I, I'm not looking for specifics because you can't, but have you had anybody come up to you and say, listen, you guys show you're going to make – you can make money doing this. Uh, we'll be able to – to do it ourselves uh not maybe not necessarily those teams that you mentioned but um just you know uh, in terms of saying uh look arizona state made money we're definitely gonna do this if you guys show that you uh can can make that revenue
4: we have yeah um we have, I, mean, okay, I, think, I like I, I said, mean, I don't expect you to. No, tell no, me. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm obviously going to get into who, but but the, you know, the, I think the first eye opener is, okay, wait a minute, Arizona State got pretty good pretty quick, you know, and and you know, in in year three, made the NCAA tournament with no facility and no conference, and did it again in year four, you know, and COVID hit, but like, you know, I think that's the first eye opener is that 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 we 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 proved you can be competitive. You just do things the right way, you know, and, and competitive can be measured a million different ways, but we were ultimately very competitive right away and, and still are. And, and so that, that's the first thing. And and the biggest thing for athletic departments is the bottom line. and, and, and now, you know, on top of the competitiveness, we're going to be able to, um, show that you, you can you can make money adding college hockey programs and you know the markets in 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 Southern California or even Northern California or Oregon or you know Seattle. Look at the Kraken, okay. you right. know it, it's it's ripe, you know, and all those schools can do it, you know. I Colorado, I mean look at the state of Colorado from a college hockey standpoint and how. Well, those programs are supported. How great those the, all three of those programs are! Colorado. Why can't Colorado do it? Why not? Yeah. You know, and right. and and so I mean, Utah, Salt Lake City, and I mean, it, it, on and on and on. So you know, competitiveness. We've proved we're a year away from proving how how much we can do from a revenue standpoint, and how much we will do from a revenue standpoint, and and uh, and and hopefully. We, we can start that domino effect.
2: Coach, we thank you for your time as always, especially uh, before a big game coming up this weekend. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving. I got one closing thing to tell you. Kirk Candy said when I had you on, I needed to, to say hello from him. And, and I'm going to tell you, if there's a classier guy in hockey, I don't know where he is, but uh, I took a picture of him. He gathered after 2 one game where they lost the championship game he gathered every coach every trainer every player into the circle uh the center circle and uh, for a post-game prayer and I took a picture of it because I couldn't believe my eyes I mean you know there's always an outlier somewhere there was not and that was all Kirk Handy
4: at work yeah he's a special guy he's um he came in he came in to, to they came and played us our last year of ACHA. It was right before we announced we are going division one. And, and, and I know, I've known Kurt for a long time and he's, it's not about way like Kurt runs a great program. He's a great coach, but it's not, it's truly not about wins and losses for him. It's, it's about turning young men into men. And he does a great job of that, but I, I'll never forget. Like he, he, he was here at Oceanside and we played him, And, uh, I think we may have played him just once on a Thursday. Then it went down to Tucson, and we were outside our locker room at the time, and and I told him, I said, "Hey, this is going to happen. Like, we're going to Division One. They're going to hire me as a coach, and all this stuff." And it was before it was public, and, and 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 I remember he just took my hands and started like praying, and I was like, "Geez, like, <laughs> he's just, he's just a, he's just, he, he's just a special guy. He really is. Like, he, he's he's a, one of the best human beings you'll ever meet in, in the game. And I'm glad you realize that."
2: Yeah. I, uh, I asked him if he'd want to come on Wednesday. I said, no, it's right before Thanksgiving. He said, anytime, he said, if I can do anything to help the grow the game of hockey, I want to come on. So, uh, we're thrilled to have him on tomorrow night. It'll probably be a special show as we, uh, we talk Thanksgiving as well and then keep our eye on you. And as, as long as I'm dropping names, Rico Blasi's got me coming in. He said, uh, you can come in tomorrow to watch. He said, I- I'm not promising anything, though, because we're struggling.
4: <laughs> yeah, he'll get there, though. He'll get. Yeah, he there. will. Yeah. You know that. All right, We've Coach. We've been
2: there. Yep, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, go get it done this weekend, okay?
4: Yep, that's the plan. Thanks, guys.
1: Uh,
4: Thanks for coming, Coach. Yep, take care.
2: All right, that's Coach Greg Powers, Arizona State Sun Devils. Paul and I will be back in about two minutes to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
0: If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burrito served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
2: All right, welcome back in, College Hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from a very chilly um, Lake Elmo, Minnesota my uh, co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. It's not chilly there though. Cause he's in the palatial estate, probably got his feet what up maybe as ever. a servants doing some things and, and yeah. things like that. But, but we know he's doing okay. So Paul, uh, uh, Coach Powers is always a great guest. It's, it's always like it should be a two-hour show when we have him on because there's so much to talk about. We didn't even get to his NHL players and uh, Steen Pashnik being called up and Brinson, the work that he's putting in, and Joy DeCord, and uh, on and on and on. But um, just your thoughts on, on the conversation, if you can.
1: Well, listen, you know, it it it's you. It's just—we're lucky that we don't get a lot of coach speak. We get some of it, you know. Uh, C- coach Powers is 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 pretty straightforward with us, and he gives us as much information as he as as he as he can. Um, in his own way, he's uh, got the the the. Um, you know, he gets it and he understands kind of what we're looking for when, when we ask a question. And that always makes for, obviously, a much better show. There are some coaches that will only speak and coach speak. And he doesn't yeah, that's do that. A that's, that's what makes a, a, a great interview. Um, and, you know, you know, when you ask the question, he'll give you direct answer. And sometimes you don't even have to ask the question.
2: <laughs> yeah but you can tell that he has his uh finger on the pulse of all of college hockey he knows what's going on everywhere he understands the value of a conference he understands the value of not having a conference he understands the value of not rushing into a conference just for the sake of saying we're in a conference um he understands the recruiting aspect he's getting the big names uh so happy for him to have that building because that that like he said and nothing against the Oceanside, but it is what it is and and there's no comparison to what this new building will bring to that program and the rise of it. And I think you hit it on the head. Other schools are watching. They want to know what happens at Arizona state. How was it received? Uh, how is the money generated and all of those things. And, and if it works, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, Paul, and you've heard me say this for six years. Um, UNLV is following the roadmap of ASU and coach Greg Powers. They understand what it takes, and right now they're at the point where we must win. And I think he hit it right in the head. He said, "You know, trophy is nice in Chicago, but that's not the one you want. Uh, you no, want to well, add that along the way, but you want the big one in uh, St. Louis on March seventeenth. That's the one you want to be toting around, and then now you're ready to make that jump."
1: Yeah, well, it's it's you know it's it's an education for me too when when. When, when, when I get to, because you know where my heart lies and, and, you know, obviously I'm not there, but I can't wait to see my first game in that building. And, you know, I'm 3000 miles away, you know, and I know that people are very excited about getting that building going and, uh, talking about where they're going to pick their seats.
2: That is a good thing. When people are talking about where they're going to pick their seats, they are bought in. They are committed. So, yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So, so let's wrap it up by just saying that tomorrow night, uh, ASU and Bemidji State will do battle mm-hmm. um, at Oceanside. They'll take Thanksgiving off to play again Friday. Uh, right. Just about three hundred miles northwest of me, Minnesota is playing at North Dakota. Oh, what a huge Thanksgiving series that is. That's an Um, old
1: rivalry right there.
2: Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a battle. I'm going to work on getting uh, Eddie Christian on Sunday night because I think Eddie will give us a good, uh, honest recap of the game. Uh, (laughs) I I did that with a straight face almost. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to work on him because I I think he'll have a lot of green and white and a lot of maroon and gold to talk about, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll see if we can get Eddie on just for that one. Um, Yeah. And then, of course, uh, St. Thomas right here just down the street from me playing Penn State tonight and tomorrow. Um, and then things get real for Arizona State with Denver coming in the following weekend. I'll be there for that Friday night game. And and then the weekend after, I'll be there for the Friday night game against Clarkson. And I think by the end of that series, Paul, we're going to know what we have. And uh, if you didn't take away from it as a Sun Devil fan, that like Coach Powers understands the importance of every single game from this point forward, Um then you weren't listening very close because he's got his pulse on what's happening. He knows what he has to do to get into that NCAA tournament, as he said, for a third time. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, we're, we're in that stretch and like I said, eight home games and 10, you got to make that. hay when you play
2: at home. Okay. Well, I'll be at the, uh, as I said, those two home games and also be at the series for Colorado college. So we'll have this thing covered for you. Stay tuned to uh, ITHSW Podcast and IcetimeHockeySW.com for all the action recap. Take it away, my friend.
1: From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Summer Skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on that uh, Summer Skates banner. By Behind the Mask and its three valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. By M-Drive, help for your immune system, building lean muscle mass and making it through the day without that afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com and see how our high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. By Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, World Class Education, and to Destination City. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. Boost Mobile. You choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv, History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and NCHC.tv has it covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network.
2: Very well done as usual, my friend. Uh, we will wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, tomorrow night, a special night. We're going to uh, let everybody know what we're thankful for in the hockey uh, world. Um, in a little earlier time because i've got to get over to see uh st thomas play penn state so um we'll we'll keep you informed on social media and that again big thanks to greg powers the head coach at asu for joining us the night before uh, a big series uh with bemidji state and paul a very happy thanksgiving to you if i don't talk to you but i know i will so i'll just say yeah, it on well, the air
1: <laughs> yeah no happy thanksgiving to you guys too uh i know you're enjoying some time with your grandson and your daughter and so forth and so on and terry and
2: The are good on the list can you rattle them all off <laughs> can i do
1: that yeah i mean i do we have time that's the I question
2: uh, i know what you mean thank you my friend we'll say good night with little roger klein the peacemakers De Niro. good night everybody night